Hi guys, welcome to the Cultural Hub. This is a cultural podcast hosted by yours truly, Jenea Robinson. This podcast will be aimed to focus on the cultural and creative industries within our region. And the region that we'll be focusing on is Caricom. Now, a lot of people don't really know much about the Caribbean, other than maybe the country that they live in. And this podcast seeks to just give you guys some insight. Um, this It'll be very helpful for those students that are in international relations, um, cultural and creative industries, entertainment and cultural enterprise management, just to understand the Caribbean, what it's about, how it came about, um, the different sectors and the culture of it in a more, you know, in-depth, entertaining way. So in this episode of the podcast, it's called... (laughs) This episode is part one of the profile, the profile of Caribbean, of CARICOM, sorry. We'll be explaining what a regional organization is, and we're going to be listing the member of states so we kind of have an idea of who, which countries are in it and, you know, all that jazz. Then we're going to describe the elements of the region's culture, the similarities, the differences between the countries, and we're just going to, like, have a nice little discussion or... Let me not say discussion, but that you guys can just hear from my point of view um, what I believe. So let's get into it. So, okay, so we're going to look at a regional organization. A regional organization is a membership characterized by boundaries and different geographical territories such as continents or geopolitics. Um, yeah. They have been established to foster dialogue among states or entities within a secluded geographical slash political area. So we are going to be thinking about the Caribbean and we can understand that as we go on. So remember what a regional organization is, right? Reflecting similar patterns or methods of development adapted since the end of the World War II, most of the regional organizations tend to work alongside well-established multilateral organizations such as the United Nations. Um, so in many instances, or I should say, many instances have occurred where regional organizations are simply referred to as international organizations. And in many other cases, regional organizations are used to stress the more the more limited scope of a particular membership example caricom and it's perfect that we use this example because that is the organization in which we'll be talking about so i'm going to list a few member of states or the 50 member of states within caricom and these are antigua and barbuda the bahamas barbados belize dominica grenada guyana haiti jamaica monsterat St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Suriname, Trinidad and Tobago, right? So we have a brief like idea of what all of this is about. And so you guys know these countries, these countries, and you're going to understand or you're going to be able to see how, how much you know right maybe just by a conversation by through social media about what is going on in the caribbean right 
but CARICOM is that organization and these are the member of states or the quote-unquote regional organization and these are the member of states each of these member of states have their own individual passport as a result when you're flying out you it's kind of like a, a mode of identity for these countries and yeah so now we're going to be looking at the region's culture now when we talk about culture we talk about food dress music sport all of these lovely things and the caribbean in and of itself has such a beautiful culture right not just each individual so imagine each individual island has a beautiful culture we're going to combine every island right that's just so beautiful it's like we're like so unique compared to the rest of the world right just with the vibe and the aura of the caribbean right and it's it, it's it's crazy how all of these all of this happens and we just pass it by we don't really appreciate it so we're going to start from the geographical standpoint of the region's culture so it's divided into three as into three um different i'd say geographical territories so we have the greater antilles we have the lesser antilles and we have the bahamas now the beauty about the caribbean is that majority of these places are islands right and we know islands are bodies of war bodies of land surrounded by water or a piece of land surrounded by a body of water that's what i should say sorry guys right so we know that the caribbean is a mel- melting pot of culture and we know that we know these three different areas Within the Greater Antilles, you have Haiti, Jamaica, Cuba, Puerto Rico. Um, Lesser Antilles, you have a lot of smaller islands. So in the member of states, you'd have heard islands like Dominica, St. Kitts and Nevis, Montserrat. Those are the countries in the Lesser Antilles. And then we have Bahamas like at the top, you know, chilling. (laughs) So we're going to look at some elements. First, we're going to look at the islands in and of themselves. As we had mentioned previously, um... The beaches are the most prominent thing about these islands. The beaches are what give the islands a sense of flair. If you go, if you look at anywhere else in the world and wherever they categorize a beach, right? It's really just a little water, itch off. But it doesn't give you the same Caribbean vibe, right? If I'm in Jamaica, and I'm, it, it just has this vibe. I mean, Trinidad, it has this vibe. It's just the sun is hot. You have the the, the, the tall trees, the sand. And you're going to see how culture mixed these stuff like the beaches. Like, it, it gives it some oomph, you know? Whether it's food, language, rate, But we get into that. So, we looked at the islands first, right? And we, we understand that the beaches are the most prominent thing in, the, in, in, in these islands within the caribbean region right now we're going to be looking at language and language funny enough never just came about it wasn't just someone just started you know it was influenced by a lot of early settlers so the thing is if we're going to be all technical and stuff um we know about if you if you if you study ge- geography um in a period of your life you'll understand that the world quote unquote it's a theory the world was our one called Pangaea, and then it got separated mid-continents the caribbean was a little scatter something you know if you look at the map we're just literally scattered it's not like a continent continent but we're known as the caribbean and the thing is that 
people from Europe, people from Africa came to the Caribbean to be able to, you know, just put their sauce here, you know, put their impact here. And that is how different islands got a base language. So for many member of states, English language is the essential language of unification. So it's something that most member of states, a language that most member of states speak, the English language. The thing about the English language is that each country has put their flair to it, right? There is a sauce to it. So, and, and that sauce, we call it Creole. So Dominica and St. Lucia, English exists in it, but there's also French Creole that they call Creole. And that is spelled K-W-E-Y-O-L. In Haiti, they speak French. And the same, a similar Creole exists there as well as French, right? So you, so if we hear that um, English language is essential for unification, the, 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 the European people must have just, them just them, honestly, they, they must have been just traveling all over the Caribbean, right? Just trying to put their little sauce there and making it a, a common language so that they can have that common identity within themselves. But the French people also came here, right? and put their sauce into this. Jamaica and Guyana are English-based. Or, no, as I, sh- I should correct myself. Jamaica and Guyana have English-based dialects. So in Jamaica, you have Patois, right? And in Guyana, you have a Guy- um, Guyanese Creole based on geographical location and ethnicity and race and blah, 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 blah. Right? Um... But they do speak standard English and it's something that is taught in the education system and we should always remember that. Suriname now is, um, speaks Dutch, but they do have a Creole in and of themselves. And you have Puerto Rico that speaks um, Spanish. You have Dominican Republic that speaks Spanish. And, oh, we also have to understand that Haiti and Dominican Republic are one and they call that the call that hispanola or something like that i believe so right but each country speaks a different language english is still spoken as well so we've looked at language now we're going to move on to religion now the thing is that when these people and this is kind of like a history lesson but it's just for you guys to get a picture of the elements of the region's culture, right? So we're gonna be looking at religion. And the thing is that when these people came to the Caribbean, they came, as I said, with their flair, and they just, it's like they came with a whole bag of stuff. They're like, we're just gonna pour everything onto these people. So Christianity was dominant in the Caribbean region. It was just very dominant. It was just like something that they're just like, yeah, this is what everybody should be you know and the thing about religion is that it is used as an odium for people odium meaning drug it's just used as something for people to feel have trust in and be tranquil in but the thing is that different member of states had their own religion so even though christianity was dominant there were different member of states that had different religions that they were they had practiced so in guyana suriname and Trinidad and Tobago, Hinduism and Islam was practiced, is practiced, or was practiced, right? And um, 
if we look at more extended history for of the French and Spanish, we see the emergence of the Roman Catholic, and that was that was um, seen in different member states. So it's in Jamaica, etc. The British influence brought about the Anglican and Methodist religion, right? So I don't know if you guys get the picture by now, but the thing is that these people came to the Caribbean and they, it's like they wanted to make them make themselves seen. But each country took up them like a little thing. So non so if we're gonna look at we looked at some religions and now we're gonna look at some non-traditional Christian groups. So the African culture brought voodoo, pokomania, and the whole shebang here with the drums and this and that and you know and some spiritual baptists have associated christianity with the african culture and formulated something called rastafarianism and it is seen prominently in jamaica as a matter of fact it sometimes is what gives jamaica that identity that that particular religion right with the dreadlocks and the them believe in Hail Selassie and etc etc but religion is also a key element in the region's culture it gives each island each country a, a, um, a sense of identity right now we're gonna look at something a little bit more fun we're gonna look at the celebrations and festivals so carnival is such a big thing in the caribbean and it is it's more prominent in trinidad and tobago it's a two-day event and people are dressed up in their two pieces their one pieces their feathers they have the water bottle in their hand and it's just a lot of fun a lot of music and just everybody enjoying the the company of each other right and the thing about it is that because of the popularity that is had in trinidad it's like it just spread to everywhere else so jamaica has a carnival around the time of april i know um bahamas has one cayman islands has one um and the thing about it is that these the carnival never just stayed within the caribbean it literally sprung out to new york and um all over the place you know they also have crop over in Barbados, the Jankunu. Um, we also look at Easter, which is celebrated by a lot of Christians, and Carifesta. So Carifesta is the organization that kind of, you know, the Caribbean Festival of Arts, just a organization that is used to demonstrate and reflect the creativity within the, the region, right? Um, and it's a very big deal. It showcases um, art forms, artists, outstanding athletes, and these are, I mean, outstanding talent, and these are seen in every celebration or festival. So you can see, we can delve in a little bit to CCI, you can see um, people, hairdressers doing hair for carnival whether it's a sleep back ponytail an afro whatever it may be you have um designers making costumes for all of these things right all of the um all of these very very interesting things right and it it brings 
across some fun to our culture. You know, it's not just strict and living day to day. It's something that the people in the Caribbean look forward to. Travel, they travel from island to island, country to country on their CARICOM passport, right? Um, to go to these events, support each other. Even even um, events such as Diwali is another one that is within the Caribbean, right? Diwali is like a Muslim Hindu festival, um, I believe, and celebrated in like Guyana, Suriname, etc. And a lot of food is 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 you, you, there's a lot of food at these events and just a lot of shebang. So speaking of food, we can't live and not have food. Come on, and each place has its own little statement food. So sea eggs are seen in Barbados, peanut rice in Suriname, frog legs in Dominica, Callaloo and Pillow in Trinidad and Tobago. You have jerk chicken in Jamaica. And the thing about it is because of this movement of people to the Caribbean to bring, put on or whatever you want to call it, their little culture to make ore melting pot of culture, roti and curry was brought to the Caribbean, right? And everybody, like, honestly, if you don't like roti and curry, come on, you're missing out. And it can be curry chicken, it can be curry goat, whatever the case may be, but it's amazing, right? And food is something that I know Caribbean people are are very, very, very proud of, right? The thing is that, and it's common between in, in the Caribbean, is that the, the food that we cook has so much spices influenced by so much people whether it's african european spanish french dutch just their little each little component right just to bring across all that flavor so the paprika the cayenne the jerk you know the the use of onions not just black pepper and salt you know, we use up everything just to create something so special, right? And the food that we have in the Caribbean, a lot of them is homegrown. So whether it's yams, bananas, um, dasheen, sweet potato, plantains, and we sell these things. Coconuts, come on, you can't have our beaches and don't have coconut, right? So yeah so that is it for food so we're going to move on to music and musicians and trust me i know what you're thinking when you hear music and musicians you think of reggae and bob marley like come on that man did so much for this caribbean and reggae is a statement music within the caribbean so is calypso reggae derived from jamaica calypso derived from trinidad and tobago and these are just statement music that you hear so you know a jamaican restaurant when you hear one love one heart let's get together and feel all right anybody sing it (laughs) right so you know it's a jamaican restaurant just because of the influence that bob marley had on the caribbean he gave us an identity um we also have other native forms of music so we have pinto in belize dancehall in jamaica right 
and the list goes on come on right the thing is that a lot of these like for instance i know that dancehall is a genre of music derived from reggae and hip hop right and it's something that has grown major majorly in the in the caribbean right so you have artists such as bounty killer beanie man as simple as coffee right coffee is some as somebody new very trendy since a lot of conscious music and they bring across the dancehall culture within the caribbean and spread it towards the world and international artists want to collab with us and it, it just gives the caribbean an identity you know um we're not going to forget the steel pan the steel pan is very unique and it's a very outstanding piece of um instrument originated in Trinidad and Tobago right um and the thing about the steel pan is that it is used in schools um i don't know if you've ever listened to a steel pan but it's so therapeutic it's beautiful and um the steel pan has allowed people to get scholarships to go to different universities so whether it's northwestern university school of music in illinois in the united states of america um and this is allowing people to complete a bachelor's in music right and get that degree so you can see that or 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 culture goes a far away it's not just limited to the caribbean but trust me it goes a far away um before we move on i don't know if you guys have recognized um we can go back to bob marley we can look at shaggy we can look at sean paul when they make music and it blasts out right it hits places that new york and europe right and it just gives the caribbean international recognition right and these are the reasons why we need these elements in our culture it just gives us this unique identity that nowhere else has right so how can we talk about food language religion uh all of these beautiful stuff music and not talk about sports come on cricket was the first activity brought to the english speaking areas right together as a functioning unit it was just that activity that everybody played right and we can see the result of it because we have a west indian team we are in the west indies come on right and we have prominent athletes such as Brian Lara, Courtney Walsh, Chris Gale and the list goes on because the team is going to improve, right? Boxing and netball is also very prominent in oh, not to forget. We also have a women cricket team, but they aren't as recognized as the male cricket team, right? Um also the male cricket team had made their statement from years ago, right? Boxing and netball is also known in the Caribbean. Um boxing by Mike McCallum from Jamaica, um Claude Noel and Leslie Stewart in Trinidad and Tobago. These are just well-known people who made their impact in that sport. Netball is trendy among women in Trinidad and Tobago, Jamaica. We have the Sunshine Girls, and these are teams that don't just stick to the Caribbean, but the teams play against the people like Australia, New Zealand, and they do well, you know? And that is what you know gives us a sense of identity to not to say it for the 5000th time um i know you guys are wondering what i am um why did why did i leave out this i didn't leave it out i said the best for last 
is athletics. Come on. Caribbean people have been given athletics and as, as a statement piece for them for themselves right athletics is something that when you think about sports come on you guys might have been wondering why did i speak about cricket first right it it gives the caribbean such great pride to know that we have these athletes that have done exceedingly well and have not only performed on regional regional or local levels but they have performed on the international level jamaica has produced a well-rounded um list of athletes as far back as Arthur Wint, George Roden, um, from Jamaica, Hazley Crawford from Trinidad and Tobago, Donald Corey from Jamaica, Dion Hemmings from Jamaica, Veronica Campbell, Shelley Usain Bolt, Merlin Otti from Jamaica, Atto Bolden from Trinidad and Tobago, Obadeli Thompson from Barbados, um, the Bahamian Quartet of Sprinters, the Jamaican Quartet of Sprinters, both male and female, the Trinidadian Quartet of Sprinters, um, female and male, um, Kim Collins from St. Kitts and Nevis, um, and, and these are just people who have literally made a statement in track and field. They either have gone on to be coaches, they either have gone on to just be professional um, um sports influencers they are either still athletes right and they have just given the caribbean such this feeling of happiness to know that yes this is not just oh you say both from jamaica but you have people from from trinidad and tobago right you have um Michelle Yai, who represented the Trinidad, um, Trinidad and Tobago and has done very well in her, in, in, in her past career. And these are the things to wrap up um, the first segment of the profile, CARICOM Part 1. These are just things that have given the Caribbean region's culture, right, the elements of the Caribbean region's culture, the identity that it has. So the thing is, you've seen the similarities between countries. So you know that each country has a specific culture and you know that each con- the, 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 the culture comprises of language, religion, food, music, sport, etc. Those are the similarities. But if we're supposed to look at the differences, every country is very different. And that is what makes or what I believe has made the Caribbean region so unique that we're so different yet so similar because you're not going to leave Jamaica and have bland um and have spicy food and go to Trinidad and not have spicy food the spices are everywhere like you can't escape it as long as you're in this area so I'm so glad that you guys stayed tuned for this podcast it's called the cultural hub i'm your host janae robinson and i'm just i'm just so glad that you guys are able to see that the caribbean region is just more than playing reggae music sitting under a coconut tree and looking at the beach it's way more than that there's so much things and so much people who have made their statements and i'm I, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to listen to part two and hear more about caricom and and and, and what it has done for and it's me- and CARICOM is member of states and what it has done for us as people, um, how it has helped us in our life, in the cultural and creative industries, in just so much things. So I'm glad that you guys listened. Thank you for staying tuned, and we'll see you on another episode of 
the cultural hub.